The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. Race fans, it is Wednesday night. No, it's Friday night this time. Uh, Christmas is over. The holidays are gone. They're behind us. And that means it's time for Joe Dirt and Billy the Kid. Absolutely. And those holidays couldn't have gone or come and gone any faster than they did here for 2008. You're exactly right, Jack Smith. It is our first installment of Dirt World, a special edition here tonight for Friday, January 9th, 2009, right here on RealRacingUSA.com. With Billy the Kid, as always, my name is Joe Dirt. We thank everybody that uh, yeah, maybe you're staying home tonight. If you are, uh, welcome to the program. we got another big one for you, as holding true to the promise that we made to all of our listeners back in early 2008, that we want to bring you the top talent in the dirt racing world each and every installment of Dirt World. Shannon Buckingham will be a special guest tonight. Uh, he'll join us out of North Carolina. Winner of the Crate Nationals event over at East Bay Raceway Park uh, just about three weeks ago. And, of course, the Tar, Heer, Tar Heel Tiger uh, veteran in Lake Model Racing won the Ice Bowl at the Talladega Short Track uh, last Sunday, actually. We'll talk to Ray Cook tonight. Billy, Happy New Year, and I think today's about the last day you can use the Happy New Year, don't you think? It's about a week. I could use it the day after Christmas. Yeah, it, it gets kind of, it gets old. People are Happy New Year. You know, happy it's, uh, it's a Friday night. We're used to doing this on a Wednesday. Uh, had a brief thing come up, brief mercy on Wednesday, so we weren't allowed to do the show and do the show, but... We're here with you on a Friday night and uh, ready to go. I was looking at the calendar just now. We're three weeks away. Yeah, and a three lot Three weeks away up. to the All-Star Circuit of Champions at Ocala Speedway. Uh, absolutely. With the UMP uh, modifieds for the first time ever. And, and, folks, I'll tell you, this is not, we talked off the air, Billy and I, this is not your regular Friday, Saturday, Sunday program. It's actually a Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday. This is a big deal. Let me tell you, this will certainly uh, solidify Ocala Motor Speedway as uh, perhaps the premier track of uh, 2008 and of course kicking off 2009 that track has really shined over the past season with the hard work that uh, mike peters angie yourself have put into that racetrack it really shows and and now uh, it, they have arrived folks with a 
All-Star Circuit of Champions, full-blown 410 sprint cars, uh, Guy Webb's fire breathers out of uh, the great state of Ohio with the UMP Modifies. Man, it's going to be big right there. It's going to be huge, and uh, I think uh, opening Thursday night, uh, we shall see and the talent that is going to be showcased for this deal. I don't think people understand this will be the same talent you'll see the following Tuesday at Volusia Spillway Park. They're just going to make a detour stop in Ocala on the way across the forest. And to be honest with you, if you're in the Ocala area or Gainesville area, this is something that you don't want to miss. If you if you don't want to drive the forest for dirt car nationals or for what we call speed weeks, whatever you want to call it, if you don't want to drive the forest late at night, this is your opportunity to get on I-75 and head north back to Gainesville, Lake City, right. Jacksonville. Back to I know, and, and you know, the, the biggest thing is I know, and you, we, we all know what's going on at Brunswick that weekend, the Super Bowl of Motorsports, but I will tell you, the sprint cars bring their own crowd. Yes, they do. People don't understand that, but we see it every year. We've been seeing it for 10, 12 years here. We see a different crowd for the sprint cars and a whole different crowd rolling on Monday for the late models. And it's something I'm looking forward to, to be at a different venue. We've been a part of it at Volusia for a long time. But, you know, to see the All-Star Circuit of Champions there, and, and I would guess somewhere around 80 or more mods, which is what we should have open tonight anyway at Volusia Speedway Park, we should see at least 70 to 80 of them yeah, and, at Ocala Speedway. And you're paying pretty darn good there at Ocala to get them modified, so there's no reason they won't make a quick stop. And we talked to Ken Schrader real quick before Christmas. Ken said, yeah, I don't have a problem with that at all. These guys need to make as much money as possible. Well, the best thing about this deal is this UMP. The UMP points are going to start. This is where you're going to kick off. You know, to, to be honest, last year at Dirk Car Nationals, Schrader was leading the UMP points and to, to, to be with, to saying a lot. I will tell you that this week I did call Steve Arpin. I didn't did you get, get a hold of Steve? I didn't get through to Steve Arpin, but I noticed that Steve Arpin has himself an ARCA ride. Is that right? So I don't know if the modified deal shut down, uh, but I'm going to continue to push that issue, try to get ARPAN. I've, I've got to call into DirtWorks and try to make sure all them guys are coming. But talking to Mike Peters a little bit earlier this week, he has a list of mod drivers, and then I will be calling them. I'm going to pick the list up tomorrow, and I'll start calling them afternoon or Monday. But looking to put about 80 mods or more in there, uh, the 29th and the 30th and the 31st at Ocala, I think it's going to be huge. It's going to be real huge. Folks, we want you to be a part of the program, uh, even though it is on a Friday night if you're home. and. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Hopefully everybody will remember that the program is archived as well on our page at DirtWorldRacing.com. And uh, you can be a part of this, Billy, real quick at DirtWorldShow at Yahoo.com. Give us an email, DirtWorldShow at Yahoo.com. You know, there's a lot of talk um, on Karnak. Since our last show, there's been a lot of talk about Steve Kinzer. Um, our show is archived from the last show we had with Schrader and Steve Kinzer before Christmas. December 17th? Yeah, and uh, Kinzer said that he's going to hit some of the all-star shows before he comes to Florida, and there's a good shot we might see him at Ocala Speedway. We're not saying that he is coming. We're not saying that he ain't. Uh, he is in Australia. i got to call into him, too. I want to you know, try to get push that to get him to come. But I tell you something, there's a lot of heavy hitters already going to make this, make the program. you got uh, Terry McCarl locked up. Terry McCarl is a locked-in deal. Danny Lasowski. Lasowski, and I found out last week, Sammy Swindell. Sammy, good deal. Good deal. I mean, that's just three guys of many that's going to be there. The list just continues to grow. I'm going to try to get a hold of Shane Stewart. I'm sure he's probably already along the list. Uh, Delansky. A lot of those guys, people understand. They're crossovers. They're they're not married to the world of outlaws. If you could come here and shake your stuff down and make Mm -hmm. a little extra money before you go for six nights, I mean, it's it's worth it. Absolutely. Once again, Dirt World Show at Yahoo.com is where you can chime into the program here tonight. Perhaps you'll have a question or a comment for Shannon Buckingham, a young man that is certainly on the career track, or, of course, the veteran Ray Cook. 
picking up the big win in the Ice Bowl. Now, Ray Cook tonight is at a Masters Build Seminar in North Carolina, so we're going to do everything we can, and, and Ray said he will indeed take the call when we place it, and uh, Ray will not only talk about the Ice Bowl and, of course, his dirt late model career and what's on the horizon for this uh, uh, veteran late model driver, but he'll also give us the latest on Masters Built. And uh, like you said earlier, before we went on the air, uh, Richard Ferry actually had a uh, Barry Wright uh, open house. So the late model teams, and we talked about this back in 2008, how important it is to get the feedback from the drivers, these chassis manufacturers, and they've now opened the doors, several of them inviting drivers, and uh, uh, I, I think it's a good I'm, way to kick off 2009. I'm telling you, just when you think you're at a standstill here, you're not. You're, you're a week away from the Chili Bowl. Oh, I know, man. All of a sudden. We've had the Chili Bowl winner the last three years on our Monday night program. Sure I have. think this year we're going to push for the Chili Bowl winner to be on this program. Yeah, we pretty much have to do that. But I will. we talked about this, too, that we're going to try to work this out with Jack Smith a little bit. We work, We talked about doing this show live from Dirt Car Nationals. The two yeah. Wednesday nights that we're going to be there. And, and you know, with Real Racing USA, so many different resources. Oh, we just, we just like to do live to tape. Absolutely. There's a lot of different things we can do to bring you some of that action from uh, Volusia Speedway Park. Uh, I'm excited. We'll be actually uh, part of the kickoff program at East Bay Raceway Park with Jack I'm and Rick Angies and Bill Green uh, from the uh, uh, Hall of Fame Cafe. And, and Jack, we're really looking forward to that, man. Oh boy, I'm gonna. This is like uh, going to be some pretty hectic times. Yeah, and, and we're actually going to uh, some of the dirt for dirt people that are involved in the, the new. I'm going to make you line. work, Jack Smith, <laughs> for like three weeks in a row. Yeah. We're coming, buddy, and that is on when Thursday, January twenty first. Thursday, we we. It's actually Wednesday, the uh, January twenty first. Okay, that's a Wednesday. That's right. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do the uh, give away the uh, Pandora Jewelers. Driver of the Year Award, the four thousand dollar ring, diamond gold. What what time wow. was that? What time was that go down? Seven to nine p.m. So we we won't do our show that night. You're gonna be there. Yeah, we'll be over there. We'll you didn't get the memo. I got the memo. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, hey, we got a we got audience to uphold, man. We got big names. Hey, Jack Billy said he can't ride with Tanya. What's up with that? I don't know. <laughs> you know I'm not going on? there. Yeah, I don't think I will either. We'll leave it where it's at. So I'll drive her over there. I'm, I'm taking my helicopter. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So that is, of course, Wednesday, January 21st at East Bay Raceway Park, uh, bringing back inside Florida a real race in USA. We're looking forward to your real race in life and uh, looking forward to that. Billy, I'm looking over at the uh, studio table, and I see one of a handful of Dirt World hats that you've got made for us. Dude, these are nice. Jack, did you put them on the site yet? We have No, we haven't got that far yet. Okay, well, we got that far. We're close, we're close. Last three programs right there. <laughs> so, luckily, we don't have one of our uh, uh, top-rated uh, stars on the line, but, uh, yeah, it never fails. We got the hats done, uh, something we got done over the Christmas break, and uh, Jack's going to put them on the site, and they'll be uh, up to buy as soon as they go on the site. We'll keep everybody informed and... Uh, you know, I think the the hats are pretty neat. We'll do some T-shirts next, and uh, we that'll be good. We, we did get the uh, the dirtfordirt dot com website up and running. Oh, really? Yeah, just 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 today, as a matter of fact. Dirt the number four dirt dot com. Yeah, it's just it's, it's uh, up and functional. It's not not done by any stretch, but it's up and functioning. Let's check that out for sure, man. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah, once again, folks, Dirt World Show at yahoo.com is the way you can chime in. Talked about Ocala and the big event uh, just on the horizon for uh, Mike Peters' little racetrack over there. 
Volusia Speedway Park. It kicks off February 3rd. What can you say, man? As always, All-Stars, World of Outlaws Sprint Cars, World of Outlaws Late Models, UMP Late Models, UMP Modifieds, uh, the Advanced Auto Parts Super Dirt Series, the Big Blocks, and, of course, East Bay. Man, you know, East Bay flies under the radar over there, you know, and, and, and they get this program done, the 360 Nationals, uh, you know, the, the, the Winter Championships. And again, if you get an opportunity to roll over that way, and like many of uh, many of the people in that area do, but over here in Volusia, I mean, that's where they go is Barberville. They just really don't make that pilgrimage over to Tampa. But I would urge everybody to do that. I'd love to get a shot to do that. Maybe one of our if we rain out one night. I've been to the 360 Nationals uh, a couple times over there at East Bay. It's not not such a bad thing. Uh, I, I will not be making the trip this year because that's the same weekend we're going to run the All Star Circuit of Champions at Ocala Speedway. But you know, there's a lot of racing to come up here. We have uh, the 20, 23rd and 24th and 25th at Blue Park. We have a show, the, the Jump Start program. January Jump Start, yeah. Now, Billy, this was originally the winter warm-up that's taken place for many years out there. Another thing that got changed. Yeah, exactly. It really did. But the reason uh, it was changed, you know, that winter warm-up, Billy, turned into the summer sizzling. Yeah. We either rained way. out like three times. Either way. Yeah, either way. And uh, so that's $2,500 to win for the sportsman and the street stock. So... Uh, should be a good event. That's a two-day show, uh, Saturday the 23rd and Friday the 24th. I'm sorry, Saturday the 24th and Sunday the 25th. And practice on the 23rd. That's right. That's right. What's Phil and Liz doing up there in North Florida for Speed Week? You got anything happening? Nothing. Not yeah. as far as I know, they have not They did not have one thing. I was there a couple weeks ago on a Saturday. He's, uh, he's actually doing some work to the place that looked really good. He's uh, putting a... Uh, place in the center to do some uh, some stuff with some jeeps and some trucks and some i think he's having a car show there this month uh northfloridaspeedway.com he's having a car show and he's gonna have a monster truck there you know he was, he was working on his infield he had a mud hole and some whoop to dos built for some jeeps and some truck stuff stuff like that but uh as far as the winter program i don't think he has anything to to get ready to go here henry county what's the latest I know it's only been a few weeks. Henry but, uh, County, we're having a meeting at the racetrack on January the 18th. That's uh, next Sunday. Uh, we are having a meeting for all divisions, all race car drivers that want to attend. You're more than welcome to. We'll discuss uh, the rules for this year, uh, how we plan on get, making the racetrack better than it was before, uh, the new surface that we are looking at to put on the racetrack in the next uh, three to four weeks. And uh, like I said, a lot of changes are going to be happening there, a lot of the great changes that we're going to do there and uh, just get this whole place ready to go. Jim's back, and he's not doing anything on Friday nights. It's about time you guys got butts back on the air. So uh, Jimbo is, uh, I guess, nowhere to go on a Friday night. Nobody loves you, Jimbo? <laughs> or you just out of money and can't go juking. <laughs> That's probably what it is. Juking, I'll tell you what. Yeah, we, juking Jimbo. Yeah, absolutely. We thank him for checking in with us here tonight. With that, we're going to step away, and when we return, the winner of the Crate Nationals at East Bay Raceway Park drove a Toyota late model to that victory. Ladies and gentlemen, Shannon Buckingham. This is Showtime, Sean Smith, and you're listening to The Dirt World with Joe Dirt and Billy the Kid. Billy, will you put some dirt on my dog? Bud Light presents 
Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Pro Sports Heckler Guy. Mr. Pro Sports Heckler Guy. They say those who can't play coach. Apparently those who can't coach sit 30 rows back, shirtless, shouting obscenities. Oh, that's right, mother Thanks to you, our team is armed with game-winning tips like catch the ball and throw it. Shout it out loud. You stink. That sucks. What a bunch of losers. Not just catcalls, but subtle psychological ploys to prod your team to victory. Reverse psychology. So here's to you, old sultan of shouting, because while there may be no I in team, thanks to you, there's always an F and a U. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. And it is time to get back to the action with Joe Dirt and Billy the Kid on Dirt World. Absolutely. Thank you so much. A special edition of Dirt World here for Friday, January 9th, 2009. Our first installment of the 2009 racing season with Billy the Kid. As always, I'm Joe Dirt. And Billy was just talking about just when you think the, the holidays are over, you may have a little bit of time. Not the case. We're a week away from the Chili Bowl, a couple of weeks away from uh, action at Ocala. Uh, uh, this is our first show yeah. since the Gators won the national championship. <laughs> I'll let you integrate a little football into it, Bill. I just had to throw that in. I'm sorry, man. Get on to our big gift. Yeah, we we really will. And talking about SEC football, this this young man here picked up a big win. The Crate Nationals over at East Bay Raceway Park just before Christmas drove the number 50. Rusty Wallace, Toyota-sponsored late model to a a big one over there for perhaps one of the biggest crate races in the southeast. Uh, He is also an SEC fan. Checking in from Moorestown, Tennessee, ladies and gentlemen, Shannon Buckingham. Shannon, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you doing? Very well. We thank you so much. We know we had you scheduled, uh, well, two weeks ago, or about three weeks ago, rather. You were actually on your way to Kansas City for an indoor midget uh, in, in, in modified race, and uh, I asked you how that went, and you'd probably like to forget that one. Yeah, that was pretty bad. We, we come off for a big win in Florida and went out there, and I, I think I crashed every time I was on the racetrack. So, yeah, I'm trying to, trying to just put that one behind me. No doubt about it. Well, man, I'll tell you, you certainly solidified your name in late model racing, and, and you turned a lot of people on their ear uh, over at East Bay Raceway Park. Uh, you know, the name Shannon Buckingham, you know, well, of course, being inside the industry, knowing, you know, who does what and who's up and coming talent, we're certainly real familiar with you. But a lot of people are like, Shannon Buckingham, man, he was racing with Randy Cordy and, and uh, you know, Horton and all these different guys. Who the heck is he? Shannon, tell us about it. Well, you know, it's um, I've been racing for a long time, and it, you know, it's uh, had a lot of wins. But you know, until you start running with this late model group with the with the outstanding exposure they get, you know, it's really 
easy to go along and, and do a lot of dirt racing and not be very well known. But, you know, the these bigger crate races and, you know, definitely some of the super races, you get such good exposure out of it that, you know, hopefully it won't take us too long to be to be known, uh, you know, in the dirt lake model world if we can get a few more wins behind us. You've been racing the crate cars for a couple of years now. I say I think it's more than a couple, but I'm, I'm not badly mistaken, but I may be close to you started out the 2008 season at uh, Super Bowl of Motorsports, and I thought you won one of the crate races there. Was that true or no? Yeah, yeah, we, we started there last year. We actually ran with the Super and with the crate, and um, we just kind of went down there to get our feet wet and play around. We we had some uh, some Barry Wright cars, and, and we were fixing to get our Bloomquist stuff, and we went down and pitted with Scott and uh, just kind of felt the track out and uh, played around with the Super, and we ran all, all three nights with the crate car and, and actually finished uh, third the first night and, and broke leading the second night and then and was able to win the third night but we, we had a real good race car down there really should have won all three races if we could have had a, a little bit of luck in our favor great racing something that you uh just something that you're you're cutting your teeth in and you're going to move out to the super because i know you ran your super at golden isles a little bit here and there and i think you've been dabbling in the super is that something we're going to see more and more in 2009 or no oh yes yes well my plans honestly were to run almost exclusively super races but you know with this this win um, down at East Bay uh, with Scott's cars, uh, you know, it's my first race with a crate motor in Scott's car. And, um, you know, I was really happy to, to transition, you know, that fast with the crate motor in his car, you know, because it takes a little bit different, a little bit different setup on that. So, and, the, and there's some really big races at the first of the year. I know Green Valley, Alabama is supposed to have a 25000 to win with a crate engine. And, and East Alabama's got a 10000 And, you know, and, and also back at East Bay, there's a, some crate races at the end of February that pay, you know, 2500 or 3000 a night. So I'm going to run three or four uh, crate shows at the beginning of the year, but we're going to mostly do super stuff this year. Pretty much answered the question the way I wanted to hear it. I, I wanted to know if, if, if Scott had any any persuasion towards you staying in the crate more and more because I think you have the only Bloomquist chassis that's running the crate motors. Is that, isn't that correct? Yes, I, I believe so. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe another couple of guys, you know, stick a crate engine in there and go, go try to run that deal but you know scott really doesn't care it's all about winning and winning some money and uh, you know if there's some money on the table out there and, and obviously if there's none of the blinkless cars uh, trying to get it then i you know i feel like we have the best opportunity so um, you know he's just all about winning and winning money and it doesn't matter where that money's at that's what we're going to go do Absolutely. And, and Shannon, you know, your relationship with Bloomquist is obviously a strong one, and maybe you could help put a few things to rest here. Uh, over the past couple of seasons, Scott Bloomquist appears to have reached out to several different drivers, and it's a select few drivers, just a handful, that he chooses to actually run uh, his chassis. Now, with that decision and with that relationship being developed with those different drivers, including yourself, how much hands-on does Scott require? I mean, uh, it, it, what are the, the the guidelines to you being able to run a Bloomquist chassis because it's pretty elite? Um, I, you know, I don't. He, he's got it. He's got his own in his mind what he wants. He he doesn't. He says he doesn't want any prima donnas. He doesn't want guys that are that are out there just you know with a, trying to make a name and and trying to do something. He wants guys that are really into racing. You know, for the right reasons. Uh, you know, I know he wants guys that that take care of their equipment and. And, and try to, you know, go out and run a good race without running over guys and tearing up a lot of race cars and, you know, making him look bad, obviously, um, or making the cars look bad. Um, you know, I think he, the number one thing he wants is he just wants somebody that is that's truly dedicated to racing. I mean, you know, he says all the time, how bad do you want to win, you know? So he he's just looking for guys that are that are really 
you know, into keeping up their own equipment and are really that he can work with one-on-one. I don't think he wants to work with a car owner and a crew chief and a driver that just shows up every now and then. You know, he wants guys to really, you know, to take it as seriously as he does. I think that's the number one thing we've got going for us. And, I, and I'll tell you what, man, I mean, he's, he's a technician, and he has certainly turned into not only, you know, a, a successful veteran in this sport, but now somebody that in the developmental stages of different drivers, I, I think uh, uh, it should, it is highly regarded. I mean, I think the, the, the work that he's doing with everybody out there, including yourself, I, I think it just speaks volumes about his attitude. You know, you, you, you hear so many people that uh, talk about the controversy several years ago, whatever it was surrounding Scott Bloomquist, but now, uh, I mean, all of that aside, Scott Bloomquist is the best of the best out there. He's in, the in best a, in a big body. Yeah, right? he, he is unbelievable, and I think you you got to be happy running that equipment, no doubt. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, that's my that was what that was my goal from the start. We went to Scott originally and tried to buy cars, and he was he was first starting to 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 jig and build cars, and we were just getting into it, you know, and, and it wasn't really a good match right off the bat, and he actually pointed us in the direction we went with our Barry Wright cars with our crate program and told us to go learn a little bit and let him get on his feet and then come back and you know we kept a close relationship the whole time and uh, you know and that's what we did and uh, it seemed to work, it worked out really well for us I'm, I'm really tickled with the, with the whole relationship and Shannon you also have to be tickled with your uh, recent story in the latest Dirt Late Model magazine uh, that uh, hit the newsstands I just got my uh, issue last week pretty darn exciting man you've got the center there a nice fold out and uh uh, that, that's a great story, and, and let me just touch on just the beginning of that story, how, you know, this relationship with Rusty Wallace Toyota, the local car dealership up there, came about. It's supposed to be a one-race deal. Obviously, somebody was pretty darn happy with your performance because he's still sporting the all-Toyota uh, paint scheme on that Camry. Yeah, you know, it's funny you said that because we just left uh, the dealership just a, a couple hours ago, went down there and, and took the magazine and, and was showing it to a couple of the guys, the general manager down there, Patrick Moore, um, you know, and he was with the owner, Fred, and, and they were super excited. You know, we, we, we've sold them several cars. We've, we've turned a lot of customers on to them, and, you know, and that's what it's about. It's got to be good for everybody, and uh, it, it's obviously been really good for us, and, uh, you know, and that's what we try our best, you know, to push those Toyotas. And, you know, we own Toyotas. I drive Toyotas. I always have, and, and so I believe in them, and, you know, and it makes it easy when you when you got a fellow guy around the racetrack like, man, I, I need a new truck, or, you know, I'm looking for a car, and, you know, and you can point them in the right direction, and you you believe in you believe in the products that are on your race car. Um, it makes it a lot easier, and we we've got a really good relationship with those guys. I'm I'm really excited about it. It's you know we got the same deal with them for this coming year, so uh, it's really a pretty cool deal. And, not, you know, not very much in the way of crate series cars for speed weeks or winter winter nationals down this area. Is it? We, may we see you down this area with a super late model? Oh yeah, I'm, that's what I've been doing uh, all night tonight. I'm uh, working on my two cars. I'll have two supers um, loaded up in the trailer, and I'm coming down for Brunswick, and I'm staying for East Bay and Volusia as well. Uh, nice. We're going to run all of Brunswick. We we didn't do very good last year as far as the the January races, but <clears throat> once we got Scott's equipment, I went back down and ran that the Lucas TV race and uh, started 19th and came to eighth and had a really good car, you know, and that was first some of my first races in in Scott's cars. So I'm I'm really excited. I really feel like we'll have a good program for there, and we're going to run all the Brunswick deal. We're going to kind of jump in and out of East Bay. I've never ran East Bay with a super, and, and it can get pretty hectic. And, you know, so I'm just going to kind of pick and choose and, and maybe hot lap and qualify a few nights. And if, if we've got a good race car, we're going to race it. If not, you know, we're just going to try to work on our program, get a little better. And then we're going to go to Volusia and run, and run those nights over there as well. So 
we're loading up, and I, I mean, it's going to be a month-long, month-long deal. Uh, you know, as soon as Volusia's over, not many people know it, but East Bay has the three nights with the crate races again. And, uh, you know, so we're really loading up for the month, you know, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about doing all that. Well, dude, you need to just take care of that equipment at Frankie's Place there in Brunswick and then, of course, over at East Bay because we want to see uh, some performance out of Volusia. That's our selfishness right there. That's where we're going to be. But, you know, uh, is, is Scott coming back to Volusia as well, do you know? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I believe we're, uh, you know, there's three or four of us that are planning on, you know, I mean, you never know when you leave. Right. You, you you could wreck cars in two nights. But I think the plan for, for most of most of the guys running Scott's equipment is to, uh, is to definitely hit Brunswick and, and Volusia hard. You know, I know uh, several of them are going to hit East Bay as well. Uh, you know, I talked to Rick Eckert. You know, he's coming out this year with Scott with Scott's race cars. And, yeah, and uh, I talked to him last night. He says he's running every night at East Bay. So, you know, if we don't have a good car at East Bay, uh, we'll, we'll just uh, we'll crew up and help him work on his car. Maybe we can, you know, work with him and, and try to learn something and, you know, and have some fun. You know, you, you talk about having fun, but it's, it's uh, long. But once it gets rolling, if you're bad, it seems like it's short timing. But so when you're good, yeah. it seems like it's long timing. <laughs> yeah, it can. I mean, you know, you know I mean. if you start out on a, on a bad note, it can it could be a long month. You know, and that's that's what I say. Our you know our plans are pretty open. We're we're going down with the intentions of doing a lot of racing, but you know you never know. You never know what what can happen on that, but. Well, I'm pretty sure we'll be good at Brunswick, you know, and we're open-minded at East Bay. I've never been there with a Super, you know, and as most people that have been there knows, it's a totally different racetrack from, say, a Cray car to a to a Super car. And, you know, we're just, you know, we understand the competition is stiff, and, you know, there's a lot of cars with a lot of experience, and, you know, we don't have anything to prove. We mostly just want to bring our race cars home for the rest of the season. So, you know, we'll go out and hot lap a little and, and qualify, and if, if we're good, we'll, uh, we'll get right in there and, and race with the best of them. If we're not, we'll back up and fun or you know do what we've got to do Shannon uh, take this go ahead I don't ahead. think there'll be too much fun no not at all yeah, you're going to be passing baby <laughs> uh, I take this opportunity you've got uh, obviously this long month uh, stretch down here in, in, in Florida in February you, you got a good crew uh, you know keeping this car on the racetrack and, and, and turning the wrenches and doing the right things and tires and everything talk about some of the guys you're going to bring down and, and, and what they bring to the to the effort well I'm going to bring my dad obviously uh you know, he and I, we started racing together in a, in a little class, uh, a dwarf car class, and, and it was all for fun, and we had a blast. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize it, that, that know my dad. He, he's a, he's obviously the hardest-working guy in the pits. Everybody knows that. But um, he, he's a good race car driver, too. I mean, there was, there was a lot of nights that I'd win one night, he would win the next, or, you know, we'd finish first and second. And uh, he, he put his whole racing career on hold just to, you know, just to help manage our team and to do what he does. And, and he, he's... He's the most vital part of my team. Um, he does all the tire work, uh, you know, helps do all the maintenance. He does a little bit of everything. So, obviously, I can't go anywhere without him. And uh, then my wife, uh, Amanda, she's coming with me. And uh, she just does, I mean, from keeping the helmet clean to, to making sure the lineups are right to, you know, making sure I'm where I'm supposed to be at the right time. And, I mean, she can she can do it all. She can put high heels on and go to dinner, or she can put her blue jeans on and get out of the car and change a, a gear. I mean, she can... She can really do a lot, so she's pretty. She's pretty important on the race team too. Um, then I've got one of my sponsors, the SNS Millwright, that I've, I've run on all my cars. Um, he he doesn't just help uh, with money, but he also goes to all my races and helps pit crew, and you know just does a lot of helps keep all the <clears throat> all the tires going and tire pressures, and you know helps me do all the spring changing and 
So really, we're a little bit short crude. You know, normally we like to have five, but we're going down with four this year. But but their their quality help. You know, I don't have any yeah. any rookies as far as, as as working on the car, so they'll they'll know what's going on and be prepared. So I'm pretty excited. We we should be we should be fine with help. Good deal. And, and, and finally, Shannon, let's let's get into this race car a little bit. Just kind of uh, browsing over the article in the latest edition of Dirt Late Model. Uh, this, of course, a, a, a Toyota Camry. You know, that's sponsored by Rusty Wallace Toyota. You talk about how you would like to get some Toyota power soon. How far away is that in their development to put Toyota power in a late model? Man, I, I would love to know. I would love to be able to give you an answer. You know, with with the economy taking a dive like it has, uh, it's made a lot of a lot of uncertainty and everything. I mean, it definitely has. And you know, as far as knowing what these car manufacturers are going to do, as far as money spent, you know, towards racing, and you know, I don't know. I know they've got steel block aluminum headed motors that are running in sprint cars and USAC cars, the, the silver crown stuff, a lot of asphalt stuff, where the where they, the steel blocks that hurdle. Um, to my knowledge they don't have anything aluminum yet. Um, you know, and, and like I say, my deal's been through Rusty Wallace and through you know, I mean I've I've rubbed elbows with a few of the corporate Toyota guys, but you know that the T R D group is a whole nother group, you know, besides that. And and that's what we really our goal is, is to get those guys excited about dirt lay model racing. Um, you know, to get them interested we you know we know they make the horsepower it's obvious watching the cup guys and the truck guys um you know everything they've got involved with they you know they've been 100 percent and and really put forth the effort that, that what it took to be out front so you know we know they've got um we know they've got the engines that that are capable of winning races every weekend so you know really we just got to get those guys excited about some dirt late models. yeah and i think that's right around the corner my man i really really do you look at the uh plight of Toyota in the Cup Series nationwide, as well as now, of course, the trucks really have scaled back. But maybe this is just exactly the market that uh, uh, I think will be their, their focus next. And I really hope that for you and for everybody to really get that, that name out there. And like you say, you draw uh, uh, kind of a comparison with what Steve Francis did uh, with Mopar Performance. And, and I think you're going about it the right way, my man. I think it's just it's a wonderful, wonderful relationship you got going with them. Well, thank you. I, I hope so. I mean, we've got, you know, the, the Rusty Wallace deal is the best deal we've had. Um, they're, they're super good to us. So, I mean, if it, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, I'm, I'm completely satisfied with where we're at. You know, I think it would be better for the sport. You know, the competition is always better. Um, the prelude that they have at Eldora every year with the cup drivers, yeah. I mean, that's a huge deal. That's huge exposure, um, you know, not only for you know the dirt late models and the drivers and the teams but you know for for all the sponsors involved you know to have those you know i i forget the numbers on the pay-per-view viewings but it was it was extremely high you know if we, we can just build off of that you know and try to you know just try to bring just try to bring some exposure to our sport and speaking of bringing some exposure we hope you bring uh bring some whoopers to them here in the state of florida and uh we can't can't wait to see you when you get here and uh wish you the best of luck till you get here man and we appreciate you taking some time out tonight and being with us and uh we know your time's important, and it's a Friday night. And uh, Go get that thing ready to rock and roll, bud. All right, we're going to do it. We're going to bring some excitement one way or another, so we yeah, look forward to seeing you guys. They're, they're going to know who you are, I'll tell you that, and it, 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 that whooping you put on them is not going to be soon forgot when you get back to East Bay. Shannon Buckingham, thank you so much for checking in with us uh, out of Mooresburg, uh, Tennessee. Thank you very much, my man. Thank you, sir. All right, see yeah, you. Yeah, this, this guy's serious. This this guy's been around the crate racing yeah. a little bit, and I knew that he picked up one of the wins at uh, Brunswick last year on the opening crate deal up there for the, the Super Bowl of Motorsports. And uh, what a year he's had. I mean, and to say he wants to run some Supers, this could be trouble for a lot of Super guys in this deal. And uh, 
You know, I think uh, one thing that we talked about on Monday night was uh, we talked about Rick Eckert uh, with uh, Rick Eshelman. We talked about Rick Eckert. He said Rick Eckert was in the GRT, but we both knew that Rick Eckert was in a blue. That's exactly right. And he didn't believe it. And I yeah. talked to him off the air yeah. several times personally. Yeah, he still don't believe still it. Still don't believe it. Heard it right here from another Bloomquist driver yeah, that Rick absolutely. Eckert is in a Bloomquist car. That could be a threat, too, this year. Absolutely. We have to try to get Rick Eckert on here in the next few weeks. We could do that. Let me check in uh, on the email bag one more time. Oh, our buddy Jimbo. No love and no money, but at least he's not six feet under. (laughs) So he is home on a Friday night. Uh, Everybody hates him. Nobody gives him any money, but he's still kicking. So we are going to step away with that. You heard Fred, the, the dysfunctional basset hound in the background, giving us our cue that when we come back, we'll have the Tar Heel Tiger and the winner of the Ice Bowl at Talladega Short Track, Gray Cook. This is Daryl Padgett, driver of the number 46 Wells Brothers Farms Ford, and you're listening to Joe Dirt and Billy on Dirt World. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Dishonest Cable TV hooker-upper. Mr. Dishonest Cable TV hooker-upper. On any given day, somewhere between 9 and 4.30, you arrive ready to bring us the world. And for an extra 20, you'll bring us porn. Hey, you've already got the van and the jumpsuit. Why not get into criminal activity? After all, what are they going to do? Throw you in cable jail? So crack open an ice-cold Bud Light manhandler of the Scrambler, because isn't it about time someone hooked you up? Bud Light Beer at Isabel St. Louis, Missouri. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Karnak.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Karnak gets it done. No matter what, get out and see some dirt racing. Get some dirt on your face. Get some dirt on your dog. Yeah, dirt on your dog. Absolutely. With Billy the Kid, my name is Joe Dirt. Dirt World on RealRacingUSA.com.
that was the uh, that was the full and un, uh, unedited version of uh, <laughs> Good, Bad, and the Ugly. We're back with Joe Dirt and Billy the Kid. We love the rejoin music, Jack Smith, and uh, man, I think it's a good choice as always. It with you for a special edition of Dirt World, our first installment of the 2009 racing season on RealRacingUSA.com with Billy the Kid. I'm Joe Dirt, and a very good replacement for Ray Cook, who is in that Masters Build meeting in the seminar. We knew he would be in there, unable to take the call here tonight. Nonetheless, with us on the line right now, ladies and gentlemen, Tim McCready, checking in out of Watertown, New York. Tim, what's happening, buddy? Oh, just uh, enjoying another uh, fine day in 20-degree 20, 20 weather, 15-degree weather. Can't ask for more. When are you going to move south, man? Come on. <laughs> I tried a year and a half ago. <laughs> I'm back up here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I tried, and it, it, I'd love to live south, but unfortunately, uh, you know, my team's up here in New York, so we gotta—that's where we gotta be. We gotta be where the team's at, so we can succeed, hopefully. I hear you, man. Well, I want to—I want to thank Billy for having these kind of connections. He buzzed you up on the on the uh, cell phone, and don't let anybody listening here tonight ever think that dirt late model drivers are not accessible. Billy has got you on the line, and and. Uh, Billy, uh, I know you, uh, well, you're happy about that. It's, it's good to talk to T-Mac. I was uh, looking at his website today, and we were, and I noticed that, you know, we talked about the Chili Bowl a little bit earlier. And T-Mac McCready was a winner of the Chili Bowl in 2006, correct? Yep, absolutely. And this week, Tuesday night, is it correct? T-Mac, help me out with this. Tuesday night, they're having a race of champions there? Yeah, they uh, they added something uh, to the Tuesday night program. I, I, I don't know uh, how it came about or whatnot, but I know Emmett called me probably... It might have been a month ago, and, and, and asked if I'd be interested in running and if they were going to have it, being a past champion. And uh, anytime you can in race in front of that type of people in that atmosphere, and it's going to be a pretty cool race with all the guys that are going to be in it. Uh, and, and I'm excited to be a part of it, and, and, and I thank them for uh, inviting me. But that's what we were talking to you earlier this year on the program, or last year, late in the, in the, in the program. And we were talking about the Chili Bowl, and we were talking about maybe you didn't know we had a ride for the Chili Bowl. And- does this mean after the race on Tuesday night that you will race the Chili Bowl? Yeah, I'm all uh, locked in. We I ended up switching uh, two different teams. Steve Smith was my previous owner, and he's from Australia. And uh, we had a, a great run, uh, three years, and then unfortunately uh, some commitments he had over there just didn't seem to make it fit this year to be able to put the program together like we've been. And uh, I thank uh, Greg Wilkie from the Wilkie Pack Cars for, for stepping up to the plate and has really uh, given me a, a good chance at really really have a good shot at winning this race because this stuff's uh, some of the best in the pit area and i'm uh, honored to drive for him and then you talked we talked a little bit off the air that you are working on your late model now getting that ready for this weekend where will you be heading this weekend oh we're just trying to get done before we before i head out i fly out for the chili bowl on sunday and they have a practice session on monday now and uh that's it i'm just trying to trying to get ahead i'm like nobody everybody's like i am probably right about now we're uh waiting on some parts here and there to finish some things up to get ready to head to speed weeks and I'm excited. We did a little testing down there with Mark Richards and, and all his cars and, and a bunch of rocket guys, and I'm excited to go to these three tracks, and I'm hoping we can be right up front. Tim, is everything, for the most part, status quo for the 2009 season? You've re-upped with the World of Outlaws. What, what exactly is happening with you for 2009? I'm just, uh, we're looking at bouncing around. I, I did kind of an outlaw schedule last year, and, and that's kind of where I'm leaning towards right now. I'll never say never. Uh, we're going to run both series, Lucas and the World of Outlaws, and after we leave Florida, we'll reassess our program, and if it makes sense and things are going our way, maybe I'll be back on a series following full-time. If not, we'll go back to the schedule I'm running. Uh, I'm looking at doing some other things this year. I got some chances to drive some uh, 
the Silver Crown middle of the year, towards the end of the year, up in New York, and a few other pavement tracks along the way. And I'm very fortunate. I get to do a bunch of cool things, and uh, if it's not in cup or trucks or, or bush, uh, I'm excited to do what I'm doing and race all over the country. That is cool, and I know it was a couple of wells back in 2006 when you wrapped up that championship. We all went to a, a nice uh, dinner uh, in Daytona Beach, and, and, and you know, that was the pinnacle, certainly, of your late model career, uh, winning the World of Outlaws championship. Uh, that's a night that uh, certainly you'll never forget. We won't either. But at that point, you know, you did the deal with Childers, the driver development thing. You went to asphalt racing, and I often say on this program, I'm very selfish. I see a guy like you that goes to that kind of deal, and I know you had to do it better yourself but i'm gonna be honest with you man i'm i'm glad you're back on the dirt <laughs> oh i appreciate that i mean the fans of late model fans modified fans have been uh they're great people and and we all man most of us all grew up starting as fans i'm no different than anybody else i was fortunate to watch the guy that i i you know had the most fun watching that was my dad he was the guy i always wanted to see and uh so i became a fan first and then i appreciate everybody uh saying the things they have and it was a tough transition back i, I mean when you go forward in life and you think you're going to get a little bit better for yourself financially and, and maybe, I guess, get to the top of what they call the pinnacle. I don't know if it's the pinnacle of everything, but, you know, and then have to take a step back and come back to doing what I was doing. It's a, it's a definitely a, a shock and, and it's a, you know, it's a kick to the ego and, and the good guys, you know, step back up and keep running hard. And I was fortunate. I had such great people at Sweeteners and with Vic Coffee and everybody helped me out that uh, they gave me a program again and, and gave me a chance to get back to where we were before I left. Billy shook his head when I said that, but, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm I mean, glad he's back on the dirt, too, but I think he, he, he kind of wanted to be in the NASCAR. He was looking oh, to go that course. way, and I was, I'm just of sorry course. it didn't work out. Because, oh, me too. You know, McCready's uh, I think uh, I think the unfortunate part was, and, and a lot of people, Billy knows, I've talked with him a bunch of, you know, off the air and stuff. It's more of a, it just feels like we didn't really do anything. And, and I'm not knocking Richard Childress or anybody like that. It's just. I'm a racer, and I grew up racing, and the way I've grown up is that if uh, you have an opportunity and a chance, you work hard, and uh, things go your way, you get there. And unfortunately, it just I think everybody involved, it just never really worked out the way any of us wanted to. I mean, hire me to have me run six races and go home. But unfortunately, that's the way of the times, and it's just bad timing, that's all. But you, but you know also, too, D-Man, we talked about it, and, and even for coming back to racing dirt, man, you had a great year in 2008. You picked up the Knoxville National win. You picked up the topless baseball you had a great year man yeah no doubt yeah and i owe it all to the guys i mean we come back and, and they put a, a great team back together and we struggled a little bit when we first unloaded in florida i think we were behind compared to the way we've been the last few years when we come down there and uh tested at a few places during the year and next thing you know all the stuff we learned when we test a little bit just started coming you know coming into form and, and a couple of big wins here and there and it just made everybody excited for this year I, i'm really excited for florida i've been uh been itching to get get out of the snow and get down and do some racing. It sounds like, Joe, you know what you know what it sounds like talking? It sounds like the same team at the year you won the championship. Absolutely. He came to Florida. He's, Timmy don't change. He's ready to go. He don't change. Yeah. And that's what we love about you, man. No, I appreciate it. I know uh, I, I know it's a short notice. I don't mind coming on. I I, uh, I I was waiting for the phone call to say that the guys were coming up to maybe break my arms or choke me out because I owe some die-cast cars. <laughs> I've been owing die-cast cars for two years, but I, I'm going to come through this year and bring them down to you. Hey, he's serious about that die-cast, Tim. I'm, t- I'm tired of hearing about it. Every uh, he did me a favor. Uh, he gave me probably the last... Uh, he's talking about something else, Tim. He ain't talking about the deal between me and you. He's no, yeah. about the deal between you and Timmy. You wouldn't believe the things he said about you, man. Uh, I don't blame him. Uh, sometimes I'm hard to get a hold of on the phone, but he, he did me a favor. He gave me probably the last... Uh, Start a fight, man. 
I know. He gave me the last diecast car I had in the first run of my own car, so it was kind of yeah. cool he did that for me. And all I had to do was give him a Bob McCready modified and a Tim McCready modified, and I can't even come through with it. Tim, Tim McCready, he's, he's over here bus driving. He's been bus driving me all night. You know it ain't like that, man. It's all good. But, no. you know, you, you are excited, and this is the same Tim McCready that we saw when you came to Volusia a few years ago and you won almost every other night at Volusia Speedway Park. So, you know, I know me, myself, and, and Joe sitting here, we're both excited, and uh, we look forward to the things that you're going to do this year. I mean, whether you're going to travel in one series or you're going to run two or three, I think it's going to be a great year for you, man. Oh, I really hope so. I mean, the guys have done the work in the shop, and, and I'm fortunate. They do they do a lot of hard work, and I get to look good when things go right, and, and uh, they, they uh, don't get as much credit as, as they deserve. So uh, I appreciate everything they do, and, and I, I'm excited. I love Volusia. Volusia is probably one of my most favorite tracks that you go to, and, and when it's racy, it's, it's tough to beat because it's one of the best tracks in the country when it's racy. Well, we know we caught you on short notice tonight, but it's kind of good because we know you. I saw today you're going to race in that championship deal or that that race of champions on Tuesday night at Chili Bowl. And we wish you the best of luck, and we hope to talk to you next Wednesday because we plan on having the Chili Bowl winner here. That's right. Actually, in two weeks after the Chili Bowl is over, so we would love for it to be you. Absolutely. Uh, I hope so. I hope we can. Yeah, we can call up in a couple weeks and do this all over again. There you go, my friend. Tim McCready, thank you so much for being on Dirt World with us here tonight. A special installment here on uh, Friday night on Real Racing. USA.com. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, guys. All right, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. Why do you want to go and bus drive that? that dude, he is so easy money. Absolutely. This, uh, talking about that deal, that was the thing that we, you know, we we all went to dinner the night he won the championship, and we were riding along, and I asked him about diecast that was coming out, and he and he said he was mad about the diecast system, the diecast deal, because yeah. they had all them rookie cars. He didn't even get to keep one for himself. Exactly. And I had two of them, so I, you know, offered up one, and it worked out great. And uh, Tim McCready's been a he's been a good fan of ours, and uh, anytime we call and get him on the phone, he he'll be more than happy to come on with us. How much did was the championship purse for the 2007 World of Outlaws uh, or 2006 Late Model Championship? I think it was a little over two hundred thousand. Two hundred grand. Now, I know Andy Carl Meyer got that money, but I bought that man and his whole crew dinner that night. <laughs> hey, I got a, I got a problem with that. You, you, two years, you three years ago, I should have brought that up. You going to bring up about diecast? I should have brought up about the dinner deal. <laughs> huh? Jesus. Oh, he's not on anymore. He, he went over. Yeah. He, yeah, he, 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 he's working on his car. Yeah, you, yeah. He's taking us out in February. Him and Coco and all of them. I don't think Coco's with him anymore. Really? I don't know for sure. Well, I'll tell you what, a great opportunity at the Chili Bowl. For we missed Ray Cook, but that was a good feeling for yeah, him right really, there. Yeah, really, really, really good. And I'll tell you, if we ever have to do that in the future, we've got just a, a stack of late model drivers' numbers that we could always tap into. So looking forward to that. I'll, I'll tell you what, Billy, uh, you know, the fact that uh, he's got another Chili Bowl ride, now he's in this uh, elite race of champions, that's wonderful. He picked up a Hagerstown win this year as well. You talked about uh, the topless race. Of course, uh, you know, all the big ones that Tim McCready has won on his return – to late model racing, so uh, we're going to be keeping an eye on He had a good year, and I think, uh, I think you see this a little more and more, Joe. You see a little bit, the driver's starting to splurge a little bit. They'll, they'll dip into the Lucas Oil Series. They'll dip into the Southern oh, All-Star yeah. Series. They'll dip into the World of Outlaw Late Model Series. You'll see it happen. You'll see them dip into the series, and you'll see what happens. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's, it's wonderful. Now, if you look at Lucas Oil, they've uh, attached Is themselves... Yeah, that's mine. Didn't Don't you, do nothing with that. Didn't you bust hey, sort of out of the playoffs? So what? Did, didn't you bust drive me with, with McCready? No, I, hey, that's my that's my Dolphins hat. Hold on, Wait, that's my you? that's my sideline hat. 
Your sideline. That's where it needs to be is on the sideline because my Ravens knocked them out last week. <laughs> Tennessee's next. No, not Last week it was you. This week it's your kid. I got, I got somebody in the in the green room over there that'll disagree with you about Tennessee. Whatever. Hey, yeah. listen. Um, um, Putnam County Speedway. They're going to race this Saturday. They sure are, man. And, and that's January 10th. And the gates are going to open at 12. Grandstands are going to open at 1:30. The races will begin at three. And here's what they got. They got six divisions for you, folks. At the the, uh, the little bull ring down in Satsuma, Florida. Late models, hobby stocks. Sportsmen, pure stocks, mini stocks, and four-cylinder bombers. Now, uh, they want it to be very clear with the recent controversy over the purse that was paid the last time they raced. If less than 12 late models, cars, it'll be half purse. Do you agree with that? I mean, I guess you got to do it. And what, are you, what are your thoughts on, on that kind of uh, I think if you advertise a purse, you pay it. There you go. And from here on out, they will be paying. I, I'm saying that because I'm not the one paying it, but I'm no, saying I understand. The, the, the problem that you have here is, and let me explain one more time, and I'm sure the guys listen. If you, if I own a late model, you own a late model, so-and-so else owns a late model, yep. we sit here and we realize that the person, now I have to question myself, is Joe going to take his car? Right. Is Fred going to take his car? Is John going to take his car? Exactly. If those three guys don't go now, what if I'm the only one that shows up there's only three cars? That's right. It, it ain't worth it for me to haul my stuff. That's that's where the question comes in. If you advertise a purse, then you people know when they get there, and I think that's what makes them come. I think guys, right. race car drivers, sit at home now and say, what if? What yeah. if this guy don't go? The economy is too bad for the what ifs. And to this be business. guessing. You're Thank right. You. I just wanted your opinion. I mean, with your yeah. experience there, even at that racetrack, just how you felt about it. But they're making it very clear. If there are less than 12 late models, half the purse. And from the uh, remainder, they're going to be paying back to 10th place in every class from now on, so I, I think they're they're trying well, they're to try, they're trying recover. to get it right. They're, they're yeah, walking in, they're walking a straight line. They got their feet together, and that's what it takes. And, and I think right now they're racing when nobody else is. So so I think their car count's going up each time. And if you want to see some racing tomorrow, get out there and see it tomorrow at three o'clock. And uh, Sean, I'll tell you what, I don't think I'm doing anything. I would love to come out there. So uh, maybe you can give How me you an know, email. What do you mean? The Ravens are playing. Dude, four oh, yeah, like I said, I'm not doing anything <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> gonna, and I, I'd love to uh, perhaps come on out there and check that out, Sean. So email us again, maybe with some contact info. And uh, if you need home. help, if you need help, Joe's pretty good in the snack bar. I'm real good in the snack bar. I can eat anything hey, you put in front. Hold, hold on, let's do it again. You want fries with that? <laughs> huh? You want fries with that, sir? Yeah. Would you like a, a soda or we got a bottle of water? Yeah, well, whatever you like. Whatever. Oh, I'm real good. Yeah, we're ready to go. Absolutely. But uh, that's what's going on this weekend. Uh, I, I've been practicing ripping ticket stuff. Hey, Joe. The gate. Yes, sir. Uh, before you guys get out of here, I, I do want you to know that when we leave the show tonight, we're going to have a special uh, special musical piece for Mike Peters. He, he called and requested... Uh, Inagata DeVita, he liked uh, the other deal so much. Oh, okay. So Mike was he wants some Iron Butterfly. He's yeah. Sad, huh? Mike was listening to the show. Good deal. Good tell, deal. Mike, tell Mike all that advertising we no. did for the for the All-Star Circuit of Chess. It's going to cost him. Gonna cost him. <laughs> the money to me. But no, really, Mike Peters, I love you, man. <laughs> That's all I want to say, Mike. I love you. Man. It's going to be, we go, hey, listen, we're going to start advertising for him. we got That's right. Hey. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Man, a good kickoff to 2009 tonight, Billy. Thank you. Yeah, just a, a, a little thing where we did on a, on a Friday night. We'll be back to Wednesday, start next week, and That's then right. uh, we'll get everything going. Here's our gold. Here's our gold, as I sent out in the email. If you want to be a part of our email list, just email us at dirtworldshow at yahoo.com. I'll add you to the email list, and I try to email everybody every week to tell you who's going to be on the show. But from this moment on, each show we're going to try to have at least one to two to maybe three guests of people that we know are coming to Florida for all the winter nationals in Florida, whether it be Brunswick, 
uh, East Bay, Ocala, Volusia, it doesn't matter. We're gonna, our, our goal is to put Brett Hearn in here. Uh, any, any of the sprint car drivers, we want them all. We want to get everybody's full attention on this deal. And, uh, and Absolutely. And, and, of course, the president and uh, promoter of the UMP, the United Midwest Promoters uh, Series, the Modifieds, we'll try to get Sam Driggers here in a couple of weeks. And I'll tell you, folks, he can bring a lot of insight to what the UMP is all about. want to thank uh, Jim Bow. He agrees with you 100%, by the way. Certainly want to thank uh, Beavis from uh, Putnam County Speedway. We, we want to say thanks to Shane Carson and Tony, Tony from the world. A lot of people don't realize that these guys do listen, the people of Outlaws do listen to our show. The last show we had on the 17th, everybody was talking about how good it was. This is what's going to make it continue to go. We will have these people to tell you what to expect when you get here. When the weather's cold or the weather's nice, the racing's going to be hot. i tell you what, Billy, before we go, I've got a couple of uh, questions. That, We're not uh, giving away any hats. Jimbo, he's sending me crap here. Oh, here we go. This uh, goes. Tell Jimbo to take us off no. that junk oh, this email. Is good. This goes real well with the Bacredi interview. We talked about the weather up there. Three reasons to live in a warm climate. One, they're snowed in their garage. Oh, two and three, right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, Jimbo. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. Jimbo was wondering, uh, perhaps, uh, car count numbers, and all we can do for you, Jimbo, is guess. The car count at Ocala, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have at least 70 modified sprint cars. Uh, Guy Webb's good for at least 30, 35. I, w- I was going to think it's somewhere around the close to the 40 mark in the sprint cars, and uh, between probably, it's a big number, but probably between 60 and 80, 60 and 80 mods, maybe more, because yep. they're all going to be coming, getting ready for the 5,000 to win. The, the, the Gator, that's exactly right. And he also wants to know about Volusia. Uh, you can pretty much count on 45, maybe 50, even more with the All-Stars, because last a lot year, of the World of Outlaws cross over. And modified? Last year, open the night, 76 mods. Yeah. Now, this year, Jimbo, I'm going to tell you right now, this may seem very lofty, but we anticipate perhaps 100 to maybe 130 modifieds for this Gator uh, championship. Yeah, I think uh, that's one of them deals that I think is going to be huge. I think they're all going to come. Let's face it, even though the economy's bad, I think a lot of them can come back. Think about it. I was thinking about this when Shannon Buckingham was on the phone with us. If you come down and you run 30 days, even if you make 1000 or 2000 a night, that's $30,000. Sure. That's well worth the trip. Well worth the trip. Thank you once again to Jimbo. Thank you to uh, Beavis at Putnam County. Certainly Shannon Buckingham uh, out of Tennessee. And, of course, uh, we'll, push Ray Cook. we'll still try to get Ray yeah. Cook on. Hang in there. We'll get Ray. Ray understood that uh, tonight was a, kind of a makeup night for us, and he was in the Masters-built uh, chassis seminar. Mike, but, Peters uh, is, Mike Peters is text messaging. We want to know if we can get Terry McCall next week. You can make that happen. We'll probably get Terry McCall and LaSalle. Hey, no, no. Tell him Mike will get anybody he wants. Anybody you want. That's Mike. right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all about you, my friend. That's exactly right. From uh, all of us here at Dirt World, uh, we thank Jack Smith for making this all possible over on the West Coast. Email me. I'll email you pictures of the hats if you're interested in them. They're very cheap. Yes. We'll get you one taken care of. They're nice hats. we got flex fit. we got regular Velcro. Like I said, we got T-shirts and stuff coming. Still got the die cast on the website. Got more die cast coming. We'll be ready to rock and roll. Yeah, these are great hats. I'm wearing one now. I often don't wear one, but I think I'm going to have to wear one uh, wherever I go. I'll certainly wear one tomorrow to Putnam. For Billy the Kid... My name is Joe Dirt. Thank you so much for being a part of Dirt World. Good night, everybody. Get some dirt on your face.
Don't you know that our home is the truth? Real Racing USA.